0: tri-state's number one motorsports talk show today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners recognized by the eastern motorsports press association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern united states here's wrapping on racing
1: Hello, I'm Don Gamble, and I want to welcome you to Rapping on Racing, July 11. We have a really good show planned for tonight. Some of the items we discuss, Tyler Harris did a real nice Facebook presentation uh, for Saturday's Racing at Pittsburgh. Jim Zufall had the Scots there. They did the Pledge of Allegiance. There was an introduction of for Blair and Tabitha the new owners at the Speedway, Uh, their daughter Amelia told the drivers to start their engines. We discussed or we're going to discuss the Victory Lane photo opportunity for the fans when they come in. Scott Daniel Mullaney won the Hutchco helmet and some of the items that we talk about were the things that the Miley family accomplished over the 35 years that they were in charge at the Speedway. Today's program features Tyler Harris with a regular report on Pittsburgh. Guests include rush-modified driver Chelsea Kregich, and Howie Bayless has an interview with Jennerstein Speedway late model feature winner Gary Wiltrot. Lenny Baticki spoke to Matt Allen about the Bill Stuyvesant Memorial at Blanket Hill Speedway. We have Victory Lane interviews with A.J. Flick, Mike Norris, and Skylar Berkey. And when these three do their interviews, if you're a driver, listen to them because they could do a clinic on how to properly thank your sponsors. Skylar Berkey, he won the race in a borrowed car. And he must have been listening, someone on his team, because when it was time to... uh, thank the sponsor, someone on the crew handed him an iPad. Like I said, obviously he wouldn't know the sponsors on the borrowed car, and he thanked every one of them, and what a nice job he did. Some of the other Victory Lane interviews include Josh Dunmire, Ken Burkholder, Brent Bickerstaff, Anthony Iello, and Tyler Dietz. I want to mention the Lou Blaney Memorial. They celebrate Of this Hall of Fame driver that had 600 feature wins during a five-decade career. The legend has at least 121 modified wins and another 11 documented in a sprint car at the Sharon Speedway. That's just Sharon. Mother Nature did her best to ruin Sharon Speedway's 15th annual Lou Blaney Memorial on Saturday, July 8th dominating the action as Clausen Marshall Racing's own Tyler Courtney was the eventual $10,000 winner. He led every circuit of the 35-lap contest to clinch his first-ever All-Star Circuit of Champions main event at Sharon Speedway.
2: This is the Banker Bob thought for this evening. The primary use for the shin bone is to enable you to find furniture in a darkened room.
3: And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris.
1: Listeners, joining us now, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tyler Harris. Tyler, good afternoon.
4: Good afternoon, Don. How are you today?
1: I am so excited about Saturday, and I'd like to share some thoughts with you. I want to start off with the Facebook pre-race that you did. Now, how and when did that come about? And it was wonderful.
4: Uh, On a whim. (laughs) On a whim. But we wanted to preview what was going to be going on that night. And fortunately for us, um, Brian Hutchko was there. Unfortunately for him, his engine was not, as he's been having some problems. I think he had a broken crank, which unfortunately resulted in him not being able to compete with us uh, last night, or rather Saturday night. But uh, nonetheless, that did not stop him from partaking in autograph night and being there to represent his sponsors, represent the Speedway. So he actually brought the car out, parked it in our uh, victory lane, which will, I believe, be a permanent fixture for uh, each week to come this season and um set up and and greet the fans as they came walking into the area but before that all got started we said hey let's go live and uh we did a ticket giveaway for the first 10 people in the gates they got in free admission uh as a thank you for uh, from the new ownership group as a thank you to the Mileys for their 35 plus years of dedication to ppms and motorsports in general and um so we, we just wanted to highlight that and showcase the race and show the racetrack and show what was going to happen. And it was, a, it was a pretty big hit.
1: Let's elaborate a little more on this Victory Lane thing. Uh, I saw that and I thought, how did they get that in such a short amount of time? But there's a story behind that banner. And then you mentioned it's located as the fans walk in the gate. So let's talk about where the banner came from and what a wonderful idea this is.
4: Yeah, so that actually came from, uh, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for the World of Wheels show back in January uh, down at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. We knew we needed to have some sort of a backdrop and make it some sort of a permanent fixture moving forward at the racetrack. So I got with our AMB timing and scoring guy, Corey Griswax, who has a uh, has a uh, background and a degree in graphic design and said, hey, let's let's come up with something here that's going to be kid-friendly, that can be used for multi-purposes and, and make it work. So we, we had that designed, and uh, Jesse Forsy over at Octane Car Graphics got that all rigged up for us, and we had it on display at the World of Wheels show. And since then, it's kind of been wrapped up, and we were trying to figure out when to implement it and when to have it used. And uh, Mr. Hutchko pretty much gave us the perfect opportunity to make that happen. So real quickly, we called uh, Mike Harris, who had it, Uh, in storage for us and said hey can you get this out here this week and sure enough he he loaded it up brought it out and we got it set up for for brian to have his car in front of so uh, i think that was a pretty big hit with the with the youth and with really everybody who came through the gate and and i think it's going to again be a permanent fixture moving forward as a kind of like a photo opportunity as you make your way into the speedway
1: think about the long-term consequences of this let's say little johnny comes in and he gets his picture there in victory lane and then he gets a copy of the picture which is probably going to end up in a frame in his bedroom every time the kid looks at that he's going to say you know what mom and dad i want to go back there i had a good time
4: that's the hope right <laughs> yeah that's that's the uh, Saturday at Pittsburgh autograph night, you know, it creates a lot of memories. And if we can kind of get the ball rolling right as soon as they walk through the gate, uh, that's even a bigger bonus than than anything. So good racing always helps, and we had plenty of that on Saturday. But then the autograph night—that's the thing that stands out. That's the most popular night of the season at Pittsburgh, maybe besides the Pittsburgher, but. Um, As far as the kids are concerned, it it doesn't get much better than that, getting to meet all the drivers, see the cars up close, get their autographs, get the free candy, freeze pops, and whatever else is getting handed out. I I saw neon sticks. I saw um, all kinds of different stuff getting handed out, and a lot of kids walked away with some pretty awesome prizes as well.
1: Wasn't that the biggest uh, crowd ever for uh, autograph night? That's
4: what a lot of drivers are telling me. Um, You know, I can tell you – for the three years that I've been at the Speedway, or I guess this is technically four years now, um, that's the biggest I've seen in four years. And a lot of the drivers are telling me the same, and these are drivers that have been going there for many years, many decades. So um, I'll take their word for it. I think they're probably right. Uh, it was astonishing. I would say that's a bigger than a sprint car crowd that typically tends to draw the most at, at the racetrack and sprint car shows. And that was bigger than that. So I think a lot of kids went home happy.
1: Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. I thought it was nice that Jim Zufall, his involvement there with the Scots, the the Pledge of Allegiance, and some of the other things he did. And he was, uh, I guess, he was sort of your mentor, and you've learned well.
4: Sort of, yeah. He's, He's pretty much the guy that showed me the ropes and, um, fortunately, you know, you and him pretty much handpicked me for that spot. But Jim, Jim's involvement in autograph night is so integral, uh, because not only was it autograph night, but it's also scout night. So the Laurel Highlands Council welcomes in multiple, uh, packs of different scouts, scouting groups from the Western Pennsylvania area into the Speedway. And Jim's pretty much the, the guy on hand to handle everything. And not only are they there to spend the evening and enjoy themselves and participate in autograph night, but a lot of the kids got to go up into the flag stand and wave the checkered flags or wave the uh, green flag for the heat races and the features. So, I mean, they were just as critical in the involvement as well. It was it was really fun to see. And, again, that's just a little extra something that we had to offer for autograph night. And um, the Scouts really seemed to enjoy that.
1: I think it was a nice twist that uh, Daniel Mullaney, who won the helmet, was uh, one of the Scouts. <laughs>
4: I think that's something how that works out. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it doesn't get any better, you know, just being there and he may have even been one of the, uh, the green flag waivers for all that concern. And then he walks away with a helmet, which by the way, I am so jealous because that thing is a work of beauty in its own right, but it was signed by every single driver in those pits. Uh, that is a piece for the mantle that you hang up and you have pride in. And that kid gets to have that for himself for the rest of his life and maybe even pass it down to his kids whenever that time comes and i'm jealous i I would love to have that helmet
1: i'm gonna have to have brian on uh one of the future shows here probably not this show but the next one he's such an amazing guy then i thought it was nice that jim had the scots do the pledge of allegiance and that was really special
4: Yep, the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, I think they did their Scout Code, and forgive me because I'm not uh, I'm not a Scout, uh, but I have the uh, absolute utmost respect for those who are because. Uh, that sort of dedication and passion and service to the communities that they represent is, um, certainly admirable. But, uh, uh, they did their Scout Honor Scout Code, uh, also along with the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, so it's always special having them with us. Um, the Eagle Scouts were also represented as well and recognized and honored by Jim. So Jim's involvement in, in autograph slash Scout Night, um, is, is always a very important, and, and I'm so happy that he's still willing to do it after he pretty much handed the microphone over. So uh, it's great to have Jim involved.
1: I also uh, really like the introduction of Blair and Tabitha, the new owners and their two daughters. Those girls are just gorgeous.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so funny, too. Before the race has started, I asked, I said, are you ready to, to say, you know, driver, start your engines? And I said, maybe you'll sit in a race car. And she said, no, I don't want to sit in a race car and i said why not she said they're too dangerous they're too fast <laughs> and uh but she's like i know how to drive a car though i said oh do you <laughs> so uh she's she's passionate man she's that uh, for a family that has not grown up in racing uh they're take and uh they're passionate they're hard working uh, they're a hard working group they're a hard working family blair's uh crew the 2020 landscaping crew the friends and family involved with that as well they are. Just, they just have no quit in them, Don. It's. It's honestly. Um, it's awe inspiring, and it gets me fired up to continue pushing forward with what we've been doing and the momentum that we've been making down at the Speedway. Um, I, I, it just absolutely astonishes me how much work and how much they're willing to do to put into that racetrack. It's. It's incredible.
1: Well, Blair's crew. He's got a pretty uh, good crew for his uh, main company, Twenty Twenty Landscaping. But they come in there like a tornado, and they cleaned all the brush and shrubs and weeds, and it was, like, unbelievable, the difference.
4: Yeah, they widened out pit road. Uh, They made it two uh, trailer lengths wide, essentially, now so that you can pass on each side all the brush and all the uh, trees are cleared out now, so whenever the big sprint car trailers come and the Lucas Oil late model dirt series comes for the Pittsburgher, they're not going to have to worry about, you know, getting caught up on the pit lane. They have plenty of room to pass on each side. I think they have proper drainage on, on each side, too, for the rain. Um, the, as you mentioned, the shrubs are all getting cut down. Uh, the Some of the cars that have been laying around the back side of the area um, have been getting cleared out slowly but surely as well, so Uh, they're really focused on just sprucing up the place. I talked with Blair last night, too, or rather Saturday night, um, just a little bit about what his plans are moving forward once he gets these little things out of the way. And I call them little, but they're big improvements. But he's going to start working on some of the bleacher boards here fairly soon as well, replacing some of the ones that have been there for uh, past its
5: prime time. The month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint series. The wingless Daredevils Fight One Another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile on saturday july the 8th it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the speedway saturday july 15th it's the annual herb scott memorial featuring the rush late model touring series one week later on july 22nd our tmt transportation action event divisions will be on display as the rush sportsman modifies join us for another visit And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT transportation action event. Visit PPMS.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile.
6: Main Street Music & Sound is your full-service music store, featuring a huge beginner-to-boutique inventory. Main Street Music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention. Customers rely on Main Street Music & Sound for advanced product knowledge, expert in-house repairs, audio-video lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument at any skill level and at any age. Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com.
3: And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. There's
1: so much going on at the Speedway. Uh, I also thought it was pretty nice when uh, you introduced the new owners, uh, and they—they they are so enthusiastic about what's going on there.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's—it's it's honestly impressive. Um, you know, Blair was there at seven thirty in the morning on Saturday. And, you know, he didn't leave till well after 1 a.m. And they spent the entire day there just preparing the grounds and getting things ready. Um, They leveled out the pit road, widened it by uh, over two car lengths now so we can pass freely on both sides of the pit lane heading up to the racetrack. They cleared the trees that were um, hanging over that that, um, driveway as well. So now that one of the big sprint car teams come and the Lucas Oil late model third series teams come, they don't have to worry about scratching up their trailers or or waiting for somebody to pass or anything. It's it's cleared out and ready to go. And then you have the shrubbery that was around the outside walls and they did some landscaping up by the ticket booth and they're slowly starting to remove some of the stuff that's been laying around for several years that just kind of needs to, you know, find a new home. And And it's stuff like that that's just really going a long way. And then the improvements that are still to come as maybe as early as this week, I believe, after talking with Blair, uh, starting to replace some of the bleacher boards that are in the, up in the uh, grandstand area, just ones that have, you know, gone past their prime and it's 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 honestly just so enthusiastic and it kind of gets me going again because it's it's like a it's again it's a it's a breeding of a new era at the racetrack and um it's exciting in its own right but then seeing all the efforts that 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 their 2020 landscaping crew is making to make that happen it's it's honestly very inspiring
1: i spoke to him earlier in the week and uh he has so many good ideas, and obviously it's going to take him a little time to get acclimated to all the things that are going on. I understand there were some electrical issues Saturday, and they were resolved. How did that happen?
4: Yeah, uh, so even before that, I mean, uh, it was overcast all night, right? And then all of a sudden, right as the heat, uh, hot laps come out, the sun comes out, and uh For those of you who aren't familiar, and I'm not even adverse in it, but I do know that sun and wind are bad on a dirt racing surface, and um, it kind of all happened at once. So we had to do a little bit of a track rework there, and and as we were finishing that track rework, half the power, I would say over half the facility, went out. And uh, the PA system was out, uh, my computer was out, the track lights were out, the concession stand lost power, Um, it was, it was pretty, uh, severe to be honest with you, but fortunately you talk about Blair having a crew of guys that were just ready to go. And we happened to have two linemen on hand, ready to address the problem and solve the problem. So it turns out one of the fuses overheated and caused that power loss and they were right on it. And within about 20 minutes, we were back under operation again and ready to go. So, um, it, it, it's just um, unbelievable. Obviously, you never like to see those things happen. Nobody does. It helped it delays the program a little bit. But the fact that somebody was there to address it and fix it as fast as they were able to, you couldn't ask for a better situation than that.
1: I asked him, I said, how did this all come to be? He said, well, one of my employees lives pretty close to the track, and he could hear the cars all the time. And he said, Blair, why don't we go up there and... See the races. In the meantime, Blair had been looking to buy property to store all his equipment from twenty twenty landscaping. So I guess they went up, saw the races, and he's looking around, he's thinking, There's a lot of land here. And this might be the perfect situation to relocate I guess he outgrew wherever he was before, relocate his twenty twenty landscaping on the property at the speedway. Now it's only my humble opinion But what I think would be the perfect place is in turns three and four, that area there that had all the old trucks, he could probably put bulldozers, backhoes, tree machines, whatever there, and it would have no impact on the track, but it would give him a perfect place to run his business.
4: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there is, I think, eventually going to be plans to build a permanent building there for whether it's his office or whatever it might be, place to work on his equipment. That'll probably be over, like, on the turn one side of the speedway, uh, far back in where the power comes into the land, Yeah. Um, but that's down the road. You know, right. he's got time to kind of figure that all out. Uh, you know, fortunately and unfortunately for him, he's got a lot of stuff on his plate with this new acquisition and getting not only adjusted to owning a new business, but learning a business that he really has no history in learning, So, right. uh, or no history in, so he's really He's diving headfirst into this. He's not even getting his feet wet. His, his, his getting his feet wet was in the first 24 hours of owning a racetrack, uh, having a race. <laughs> and uh, that was on Saturday, July the 1st for the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series show. So that was the first race that he owned and operated under his ownership. And it was within 24 hours of uh, purchasing the racetrack. So, and it went off almost without a hitch. And 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 we want to give credit to where credits due. It, it's in part to the Miley family for help, kind of showing them the ropes, showing them how they've operated and done things for the past 35 years, and helping them get acclimated to things. Because without that, uh, it's hard to say what would have happened on July 1st.
1: We're talking to Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. I think the two smartest things in this whole scenario was Blair buying a track, and the second most important thing was keeping the entire staff intact because. The people that work there, and I told him I said, this is a labor of love. I said, when you think of the time commitment that these people put in, they can make more money working at a regular job somewhere, but they do this because they love it.
4: Yeah, no, it, it is a labor of love. You're 100% right. Um, this week in particular, I mean, I've come nowhere close to the amount of work than to Blair, and his crew have put in at that racetrack, but just kind of getting things acclimated and getting things adjusted to to the new scheme and everything. It, it took a lot of time out of my schedule, and I'm imagining that it was the same for a lot of people. You know, having Smokey as the Pitt steward, who's been there since 1979. Bobby Neal was there on uh, Saturday night as well to represent the Rourke Automotive Group for their night at the races, and Bobby's been there since 1979. So he's seen everything. He's a part of it, and, and he understands uh, how much goes into stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it it is a labor of love, and that's part of the reason why we all do it. We might uh, not always see eye to eye. We may not always get along, but at the end of the day, we all have the same goal and the same purpose in mind, and that is to continue working in a sport that we know and love and to continue growing the sport to a community of people who may not know about it and put on a great entertaining show for the surrounding communities around Pittsburgh, and that's why we do it.
1: We have covered a multitude of items. Is there anything we missed? Any closing thoughts?
4: Well, we just want to thank uh, all of the competitors who came out to participate in, in the autograph session. And I also want to thank the fans that were in attendance as well for just being so patient and understanding through the, the, compl- the complicated matters that were on hand on Saturday, had no had no representation of the new ownership whatsoever. These things just unfortunately happened. It just so happened to happen on the uh, the second night of them having the racetrack and running a race. So um, again, nothing with them had nothing to do with it. it was just a matter of circumstance and unfortunately it happened. but the crowd didn't go away. They didn't get upset. They hung through. They stuck through, and we got through the autograph session. And I don't think uh, I don't think anybody was too upset with the whole thing. So I just really want to thank the fans and the drivers for you know just being there and um, being part of it and, and understanding, you know, that there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes. But besides that, you know, we've got a big race coming up this Saturday, July the 15th. It's the Herb Scott Memorial for the Rush Touring Series for the late models. Uh, we're going to see a big field of late models come in, uh, the the top of the Rush late model regional series drivers will be there uh, taking on our Rourke automotive, Rush late model local competitors. So, and not only that we pay homage and tribute to one of the best to ever do it in Western Pennsylvania. And Herb got over 500 career uh, victories, uh, what, two-time, three-time Hall of Famer in his own right. So uh, we want to make sure we do it right Saturday, and we hope that you'll be there to see it for yourselves.
1: Tyler, I thank you. You have a nice day. You do the same. Thank you, Don.
6: When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and
7: Automotive in South Heights. Number one Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online
3: And now back to Don Gamble and more rapping on racing. All right, listeners, our guest is Chelsea
1: Kregich, the driver of Rush Modified number 10. Chelsea, congratulations on a whole lot of things and thank you for being with us tonight.
8: Thank you so much, Don, for having me. It's such an honor to be a part of the show.
1: Well, and you're such a good guest. I know the last time I talked to you was a couple of years ago, but one of the things that's changed is on October 8th, you married Darren Gallagher.
8: I did, and it's been a blast and so much fun ever since.
1: Now, I have to ask you this. How did you meet him?
8: So we met down at Timmy Schaefer's go-kart track, running go-karts on Wednesday nights. And then once we met, you know, figured out who each other was down there, then we hung out at the big tracks, you know, Lernerville, Sharon Mercer, and it just kind of blossomed into what we have
1: today. Well, wasn't he on your pit crew at some point in time, or is he still?
8: He So he still is. Um, we just, we were like competitors back in the day running go-karts and he would you know stop over when i was racing my modified and just kind of check in and then we started dating and everything and then now he helps my dad and i out on my car and i help out him and his crew whenever he's racing or if we're both racing at the same time at the same night then we just kind of pop in and talk to one another and give feedback and any suggestions and it works out great
1: what happens? How do you deal with it when you uh, folks are racing at two separate racetracks?
8: It's hard. We either are texting one another or I, we follow each other on either, you know, my race pass or race monitor or, you know, his brother's giving us updates or my dad's giving him updates for me. And we just thank goodness for, you know, cell phones and social media to keep one another updated. But it can be a little stressful at times.
1: Well, not only is he a lucky guy, but he's pretty smart. Now, here's the scenario. He finds a really pretty girl that he likes, and not only does she like racing, but she's a race car driver. That eliminates so many roadblocks in a marriage. (laughs)
8: It does. It really does. But I have to say, too, though, Don, I think I hit the jackpot as
1: well. <laughs> well, it sounds like a perfect couple. And I just I love your picture. I told you 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 guys look like you could be doing toothpaste commercials with those <laughs> smiles. Now, you have a bachelor's degree in business administration, and I understand that led that led you into your current job. A uh, little bit about it. Yeah. So I
8: currently work for a prop tech company called Avenue One, and thankfully I get to work from home, but I also get to do some traveling to the office in New York City, and I work in the title and closings department, and life is great with that as well. You know, I can't complain. I'm happy and fulfilled in my career and also in my racing.
1: One of the questions I send to drivers is, how many years have you been involved in racing? And your answer was, since I was born.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that is true. Um, I basically have been going to the racetrack since I was in my mother's womb and I was a week old when I actually was at my first race when my dad was racing sprint cars back in the day. So you can say I've been around it since, you know, I've been here on this world.
1: <laughs> well, your dad was such a big part of not only your racing but your entire life. Uh, I met him many, many times, and just a first-class dad and a uh, big supporter of your racing. Now, you mentioned the go-karts. You did that to start out. Then, did you just jump right from the go-karts into the Rush Modifieds? Yes, I did. Yeah,
8: we. Wow. um Jerry Schaefer took the chance on me and put me into one of the his rush modifieds when the class first started in 2014 and we've been there ever since and it's been a heck of a journey so far
1: well jerry schaefer's another first class guy not only did he help you but he helps a lot of people he's just he's an amazing individual
8: yeah he really does he's got so many cars that he helps out and then he also like sponsors races and provides any you know, feedback and sponsorships for other drivers and classes. So definitely a big supporter of not only of this class and series, but of racing in this area altogether.
1: Well, auto racing's a family sport, and the best part about it is, you know, early on when you and your sister were with your dad, uh, quality time, now uh, with your husband, you you can't put time in a bottle, and to be able to enjoy those things with family, it's perfect. Absolutely.
8: I couldn't agree more with you, Dawn, because Um, whenever we had mom with us, you know, before she passed and everything, it was the four of us racing together and doing it as a family, um, hobby. And I, I cherish those moments and looking back, you know, I'm so glad we got to have those and such great memories. And like you said, now I get to do it with my husband and his family and it's just overall such a great family sport. And I'm so glad we get to do this all together and I still get to do it with my dad and my sister and it just, it's awesome.
1: If you're just joining us, we're talking to Chelsea Kregich. Um, a silly question, uh, if you couldn't go racing, what would you do? And I know that's not realistic, but that was one of the questions that I asked.
8: <laughs> I would probably, if I couldn't go racing, I'd probably go travel the world just because I feel like there's so much out there to see, and even though I know like it's a crazy time though, but there's just so much like of nature's beauty out there that I would just love to see it and You know, might as well hit up some races, too. If I couldn't be racing myself, I'd like to go watch some races. So, got to throw that in there, too, you
1: know? Well, another thing I ask about is hobbies. You said if you had any spare time, you would uh, bake and go side-by-side racing with your husband and your friends. I guess that's the closest we'll get to you and uh, Darren uh, racing together is when you're in a (laughs) side-by-side.
8: Yes, yes, we have so much fun going side-by-side side riding with our friends and family, and I know, like you said, that that's probably the closest we'll ever get to racing together, and it's, we just have so much fun. He, he'll he drive some, you know, part of the day, and then I get to drive, and it's just, it's just a blast. We get a little bit of that speed and dirt fixed, and it's just so much fun.
1: Your most memorable moment in racing...
8: I would have to say so. I kind of have two for those, Dawn. So definitely my very first win at Expo, just because it was my first win and the amount of history I made. And then most recently in 21, I picked up the track championship at Pittsburgh Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. So those are, I think, my two most memorable moments and two that I'm so proud of also.
1: I have to applaud Vicky Emig and Mike Leone for creating an opportunity for people like yourself to get into the sport an affordable sport, I mean, I can remember way back when women weren't allowed in the pits and now they're winning championships. And it's good for the sport. Down at Pittsburgh, there's so many young ladies involved in the various divisions down there that uh, pretty special place uh, for a young lady that wants to go racing that maybe can't run a Rush Modified, but has all these other options down at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I, To be honest, I love walking into Pittsburgh for that reason. You see so many girls and ladies walking around in driver's suits and running with the guys up front and, you know, kicking butt. And I just, it just humbles me and just warms my heart. It's just so great to see. And I love seeing, you know, younger girls stepping into this sport also, you know, moving up from go-karts or maybe some other division into a big car class. And it's just it's so great to see. And I'm so glad we have these classes and like the local um, interest in it and I just hope you know the girls just keep coming into the sport.
1: And it's not just driving, how about the young lady that uh, is part of uh, Max Blair's crew and he won that big race at Lernerville in her car
8: Yep, I think that is awesome, I was so excited to see that and I hope she feels just as proud you know as he did for winning it because she you know she had such a huge part hand into that
1: Listeners, we're going to need to take a break. We'll be back with more discussions with Chelsea Craigich after these messages.
3: Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720 at 724-443-5720 or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com.
5: The month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint series. The wingless Daredevils Fight One Another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile on saturday july the 8th it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the speedway saturday july 15th it's the annual herb scott memorial featuring the rush late model touring series one week later on july 22nd our tmt transportation action event divisions will be on display as the rush sportsman modifies join us for another visit And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT Transportation Action Event. Visit ppms.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster
3: Half Mile. And now back to Don Gamble and more rapping on Racing. Listeners, we're back. We're talking to
1: Chelsea Kregich. Um... Should we explain why we're not talking about Chelsea Gallagher? And you have a very good reason, and I think it's excellent.
8: Yeah, and to be honest, I've been asked that so many times since we've gotten married. Um, So legally, my last name is Gallagher, so I am Chelsea Gallagher. Um, But honestly, for my racing, I just kept it as crickish because Darren and I talked, and he said, you know, you've raced your whole entire life under that name, you've built such a good reputation and everything behind that name just keep it and and so i did and it also is like a little honor to my mom too because um, i'm you know i miss her dearly it's been five years now but life is just not the same without her and so i just decided to keep um chelsea krigish for my racing but if someone says you know hey chelsea gallagher or whatever that you know that's me too so uh, that's that's the story behind it
1: A lot of athletes have done the exact same thing. It's the name recognition. I guess we could safely say that your favorite driver is your husband?
8: Yeah, we could definitely say that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He is my favorite. I love watching him out on the track and celebrating the great moments, but also being there for him when the moments are tough as well, because we know with racing, there comes the highs and the lows, and just to be able to support him as much as he supports me is just I just think it's a great feeling, and I couldn't have asked you know for anything more in
1: life. Well, I can remember when he was turning wrenches for Jack Sodeman. He must have learned a lot because he just recently picked up his first, his first 410 sprint feature, and it's Butler Motor Speedway, but it's not in Butler, Pennsylvania. Where was, <laughs> where was the track located?
8: It was located in Quincy, Michigan. It was about five and a half hours. It's just right across. The state lines and honestly such a neat place we definitely are talking about going back and I just couldn't be more happy and so proud of him and his team and his car owners for finally getting that win and getting that monkey off their back it's been been a long time coming they've they've shown that they have speed and consistency it's just you know finally needing a little bit of that lady luck on their side and I was happy that Joe and Tammy Darren's car owners were there as well and it was such a great moment for them and i know there's more coming for them as well
1: well what did he do throw a dart at a map on a a (laughs) board and say let's go here how did he pick that track
8: (laughs) basically his brother brad actually found the track i think online on social media or facebook and said to darren look at this place it looks really cool i think we should go there and then it ended up working out with the schedules that there was nothing locally here that weekend so we packed up the truck and the trailer, and Darren's parents have a motorhome, and we headed out, out to Michigan, and it was definitely well worth it, and Brad did pretty good on picking the place out.
1: <laughs> now, you mentioned his parents. I can remember when his dad was flagging at Lernerville, and Darren was just like a little rug rat running around getting in everybody's way. That's, he's come <laughs> a long way since then
8: he has and i love hearing the stories of when he was a kid and his dad was flagging everybody tells me them and i just i appreciate it because i just love hearing about that kind
1: of stuff they're all good stories now (laughs) obviously you want to win some more racing but uh goals what are some of your goals
8: so some of my goals um i my one of my biggest goals was getting a track championship and i can check that one off but Probably just trying to stay consistent and competitive as I can be because, you know, it, it it's such a tough division. Everybody is so equal. And it just being, staying in that top five for me and just honestly, if I can pick up a couple more wins and just maybe, you know, travel a little bit too. But just staying, you know, where like I've built myself up and just, you know, keeping as consistent
1: as possible. Somewhere I heard in one of Facebook something that uh you enjoy racing but when you're not racing you get home and you're building a deck. Let's talk about that. Is this on your new house?
8: Yes. Yes, we actually so this past weekend um we enjoy, enjoyed the holiday weekend. I I raced Friday and Saturday. Darren didn't have any racing this weekend, so he was helping me crew. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday we were building A deck on the back of our house and on the side of our house as well so um, we've been very busy with not only with racing but you know getting our new house up to where we want it to be and you know enjoying it and gonna have you know hopefully some parties and some friends over and enjoy our house with our friends and family
1: now when you're doing construction or deck work is there any conflicts or do you guys uh, work pretty good together
8: No, we actually, I think we work pretty good together. I just kind of let him take the lead, and I always say to him, you tell me what you want me to do or what you need, or if I need to go make some lunch or something, just tell me. I'll do whatever. (laughs) It doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) He's a really, really lucky man. We're talking to Chelsea Craigich, driver of Rush Modified number 10. Now, you can't do this without help. Let's talk about your sponsors. You got some really good ones.
8: Yeah, I've been very fortunate to pick up some amazing sponsors, and they're not only like great sponsors, but they're amazing people as well. So I have to thank Paluso Roofing, Robinson's Greenhouse and Farmer's Market, the Berg Bar, Innovative Fitness, and Grills on Wheel. They, they're all, even though they're like sponsors, but we consider them friends and family, and I couldn't do this without them.
1: Peluso Roofing is a big sponsor. How did uh, you get together with them?
8: So it's actually Darren's car owners, Joe and Tammy, and we were the four of us kind of were talking this off season, and I kind of was telling them what my plans were for this year, a couple of the goals that I wanted to achieve, and we ended up making out, you know, a little deal and stuff, and they decided to come on board and help me out this year, and they've been such a huge help and such huge supporters of not only his racing but mine, and I'm just so glad and thankful that we have them aboard and. We've been able to build this, you know, friendship and relationship with them. And so when, if Darren's racing and I'm racing also, they actually, they'll come on over and wish me luck and everything and cheer me on. And it's just, it's amazing. It's awesome.
1: Let's talk about the pit crew. Obviously your dad and your husband, but uh, who else?
8: Yeah. So I have to, you know, say thanks and help from my sister and her boyfriend, Brandon, they both also race modified so they have you know ideas and setups that they help us out and we give them as well i couldn't do without the two of them and honestly when darren's not racing my in-laws are there helping me out too my brother-in-law so i just i've got such a great support system around me and i couldn't be more thankful and blessed to have each and every one of them
1: you guys are so lucky. You're doing everything. It's perfect. The way this team and family and marriage and everything—it's just—it's ideal. You guys could uh, go on one of those shows uh, and, and tell people how this should be done. Now, yes. <laughs> any closing thoughts uh, that you'd like to share with everybody? Yeah, I just
8: honestly—I just want to thank all of my. Friends and family and especially the fans for supporting me because I'll be honest on this is my 10th season of running Rush Modified and I couldn't have made it this far without everybody that's ever reached out and helped me whether it's been you know set up or just hey maybe try this you know running this line on the track or anything like there's so many people that helped me get to where I am today and I couldn't have done it without them and especially thank you to my mom you know she's watching from above and my dad for All his support and busting his butt to, you know, get Jeff and I to the track every week. And my sister and, of course, my husband. Because without none of them, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this and continue on living my dream.
1: Chelsea Craigich, this is truly a dream. And I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us. Have we missed anything? Any closing thoughts?
8: (laughs) I think we're good. I think we hit everything. And I just, again, want to thank you, Dawn, for... You know, having me on the show again and just, you know, having a great conversation. Thank you so much.
1: Another perfect interview with Chelsea Craigich. I thank you.
8: Thank you, Don.
2: Don, in our continuing series of the Ladies in Racing at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, we're joined now by Chelsea Kreckage-Gallagher, correct? Correct. Right, good. <laughs> so, uh, one of the ladies that races here on an occasional basis from the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. Chelsea, we've talked about it before. The women that race here are not only great racers, boy, there's a lot of them.
9: There is. It's actually, like, in, just incredible, just the amount of females that are here, and I love to see it. I know there's more that we're going to see down the road, too. They just keep coming.
2: And your sister used to race. Does she still race some?
9: Yep. Yeah, she's still racing. She races up at Ransomville Speedway on Friday nights and then picks and chooses on Saturdays, just depending on where their schedule goes.
2: So I guess the the question is, you know, what's in the water around here? Why why so many girls, ladies? I mean, look at the young gun division. By far, the the girls outnumber the boys by a ton.
9: I think it's a good question. I I don't think I have the exact answer for you, but I think it's just like the divisions here are just perfect for, especially like the starting class, like the young guns. It gets the, you know, the females in at such a young age, and then they can move up into the hobby stocks or the pro stocks or, you know, run with us in the Rush Modifieds or, you know, the crate late models too because you have Cassidy in that. And I just, I think just where Pittsburgh is located and everything just also helps out, and we just show that girls can do it
2: i can hand pick a few people uh carly's one you're another one uh you get it you understand you're different you have a responsibility and you got to be thinking about that seven-year-old girl up in the grandstands who probably you used to be cheering for dad right
9: yeah yeah absolutely i was that little girl watching every week and saying i'm that's what i'm gonna do when i'm older that's what i'm gonna do and look where i am now and to be honest too tonight being autograph night is actually one of my favorite nights i was so excited that we got put on and I love seeing the kids because I just, when they say, I want to be a race car driver, I tell them, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Just keep living your dream and keep pushing for it.
2: And you understand that how you carry yourself down here in the pits, on the track, in victory lane, has some kind of an impact on them, right?
9: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all get mad and we all get upset, but my character and the way I hold and show myself needs to reflect not only like myself and my family but also reflects all the females too because all it takes is one bad person to give us a bad rap and i just want to keep you know us females holding at a high standard because we are we're we're just as good as the boys
2: well that was my next thing this ain't fooling around i mean no never mind just as good as the boys you're a former champion here
9: yeah yeah absolutely in 2021 and hopefully you know we could pick up another win here here, too here and i just i love coming here i love the atmosphere it's such a great group of people too and I'm so excited to be back.
2: So you already touched on it. Talk to that seven or eight year old girl who's now tugging on dad's sleeve, saying, "Get me a go kart. Get me a. Get me in one of those four cylinders in a couple of years." Talk to them.
9: Yeah, absolutely. If if you're saying to mom, dad, let let's get a go kart. Let's get a junior sprint. Keep pushing for it because if you're showing this interest now, go for it. Do it. Live your dream. Do, do you can do anything in this world. So just go for it. You know, and it, it's going to be scary at first. It always is. You know, you're going to have those nerves, those anxious feelings, but just go. Like, as soon as you get in that car and you just hit the gas for the first time, it's just an indescribable feeling.
2: Chelsea Krekic gallagher living her dream. This is Jim Zufall for Rapping on Racing. Number one Cochrane has created a new way, a faster
7: way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online
6: When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights.
10: To the bottom of three and four, white flag waves. Bellly slides off the top of two, we stay green. Flick around the high side of one and two. Smith trying to protect the bottom. Down Four Lernerville feature wins in a row. This time again from 10th on the grid. A last lap, last turn pass for your points leader. Sixth time in defending track champion, AJ Flick is headed back to Terry Bowser excavating victory lane. Second to the 19 of Mark Smith. Third to 32 of Dale Blaney. Fourth to 5e of Bobby Elliott. And fifth to the six of Bob Felmley. Top wing, I'm in a big hand for AJ Flick. AJ will get his Hoosier Tire victory neckband. AJ, you've won a lot of races here the last
11: several years. That might have been the most exciting. Do you guys enjoy that? <laughs> 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 no, I mean. When you got Mark Smith and Dale Blaney in front of you and the rest of the Learnerville locals, I mean, there's no easy task here. So, um, I mean, this place just confuses the heck out of me. We had five cautions in an eight-lap heat race, and then that thing goes freaking nonstop. So um, I kept looking for the flagman to wave the five to go, and I just must have missed it. But um, when he laid out the two to go, there was so much dust, I thought that was the five to go. We came around for one more lap, and I saw the white, and I was like, oh, boy. I don't know if I was going to have enough time or not. But uh, Mark tried to protect, and that's all I needed to get a run. So uh, the bad news is next week you got to start at the tail. So instead of coming from 10th, next week you
10: are probably got to come from about
11: 20th. Yeah, I mean, some fans out there might not like to hear this, but uh, we've been working on a race car, and I think we're getting it even faster. So I'm real proud of what uh, I've done, what the crew's done. And uh, for everybody that does cheer for me, let's try and go last to first. So you know you've made it when half the crowd cheers, half the crowd boos.
10: It happened to Geisler and Flinner and Lynch and a lot of guys. So you know you've made it when you got about a 50-50 split of cheers and boos.
11: Yeah, I mean, my dad was winning so much at Motor Drum and Jennerstown. I, I got tired of watching him win. So we were taking the trek the whole way around one and two to go to victory lane, and I was four or five years old, and I was like, come on, do we got to do this again? But no, I mean, it's it's an honor to race in front of all these fans, whether you like me or you don't like me. And uh, for everybody that does cheer for the number two, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the merch and stuff you buy, supporting me, and means a lot and for a night like this where we had some rain in the morning to see the crowd as packed as what it was this is amazing your uh, crew family sponsors that make it all possible uh obviously my mother my father for their continued support my girlfriend ashley um Ferguson heating and air conditioning. Glad they were able to come and help us today. Uh, we got P- uh, Parker over there that's undefeated with him at the racetrack. And uh, But Fence by Maintenance Service, Debbie Hartman, Dan Hartman, I know you, you guys are here, so we really appreciate it. Uh, Red Robin Gourmet Burgers, Ternaga Construction. Um, our buddy Fast Andy, I know he's around here somewhere too. Uh, JD Byrider, just a blessing to race with all these guys. Uh, we brought on Worthington Industries and Deepwell Services this year. Uh, I'm just honored to put them on the side of the race car, and I hope they're having as much fun this year as what we are. And Chris uh, Rudolph has three very special fans that can't wait to get a picture with you in victory lane. Congratulations
10: on another feature win, four in a row, three in Fab Four Racing action. How about another big hand for your points leader, A.J. Flick? Mike, I was a little bit concerned. I couldn't tell if that was smoke or steam. It smells like steam, and usually steam is better than smoke.
12: Yeah, I got to give credit to Dumhoff Racing Engines. That thing was hot. And uh, Joe told me to run it, so I was running it. So, big cushion tonight. I uh, thought with the
10: weather, that you never know what track conditions are going to be like, but we know that Dan Bauman does everything he can to give you guys a great racing surface. and You had a hell of a cushion there tonight.
12: Yeah, Dan does a great job. All the guys do here. Uh, with as much rain as we got this week, it's it's awesome how smooth it is. I mean, I know it's a little top dominant, but there's not a hole out there. So, um, I don't know who was second. It was Kenny second? Yep. So, so, you know he was on the bottom. So, there was at least a bottom groove there. Um, I got to thank Joe Corrado and my dad. Um, this is a tough deal. and. It tests everybody's patience, and uh, I just got to say thanks to both of them, especially my dad. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. And uh, Dakota, who's not here, my wife, Jessie, um, Nico, everybody. Uh, Cody Burg has helped me a lot lately, and Matt and my Uncle Bernie, and uh, Corey Fox Trucking, thanks to him, and Helltown Brewing, and uh, Rocket Chassis, Integra Shocks, Brian Dougherty. Just thanks to all you fans for coming out. I love this place. Um, I appreciate every one of you.
10: So congratulations on another feature win. Always good to see the hometown boy here in Victory Lane. How about another big hand for the crusher, Mike Norris? Climbs out of the race car. Let him hear you, Skylar Berkey.
13: (laughs) Skyler, come on over here, man. First of all, let's talk about this car. How'd you end up in this thing tonight? Well,
14: We've been dealing with mine all season. It was breaking axles to toe Justin by itself, and it's just been a mess. So Rick Dunmeyer suggested let's run this one
13: and see what you can do in it, and it's fast. <laughs> you made it look real easy. You were out for a Sunday drive. Start on the front row and just cruising this thing. You had to feel pretty good behind it. Yeah,
14: I mean, when you start on the pull, it, it gives you a big advantage, but it don't matter where you start with this car. It's been proven it wins. So what do, you, what do you got to do
13: uh, to your car to get it to run like this one?
14: I don't know, but I got to figure it out for sure. <laughs> Who do you want to thank, Skyler? Uh, well, none of our sponsors are really on it, but Skinny's Barbecue, uh, Rick and Lugene Dunmire, my grandparents, Jake and Sheila, uh, Berkey Masonry, Coal Miner's Diner. I mean, I'm, I'm missing a bunch. Oh, here we go. Uh, Miller Builders, Morocco Welding, M.R.E.S., Stoystown Auto Autoreckers, Strock Auto Body, Jeff Blute Auto Sales, Lower Highland Property Pros, Milled Auto, Amy and Brandon Adams, uh, The Rusty Musket, Granz Autos, and Mandy Friedland. Thank you. And I'd like to give a real special shout-out to this gentleman right here, man. He makes incredible saw blade paintings. Can't thank him enough.
13: Skyler Berkey, everybody. First win of 2023. Congratulations, man.
3: RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities.
15: Hi, my name is Jason Bush from Bush Brothers Tire Service. We are one of the best tire dealer and repair shops in Allegheny County, offering phenomenal customer service, expert in-house with more than 30 years' experience to ensure premium craftsmanship is done start to finish. Bush Brothers Tire Service was started by my Uncle Paul Bush, and father martin bush in may of 1985 i jason joined the company in early 2000 we offer state inspection and emissions testing tire sales, tire maintenance wheel alignments general auto repairs brake service and free estimates we are located at 1931 Monongahela avenue Swissville, PA, 15218. And for any additional information, you can reach us at 412-351-5342.
3: And now more Rapid on racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Great chance right now we're
16: going to grab a word with a two-time feature winner this year in the Martella Pharmacy Late Models at Jennerstown Speedway. The driver of the Specklin Equipment, number 95, Mr. Gary Wilchild. Gary, welcome to Rapid On Racing. Thanks, Alec. Hey, Gary, we've been going through some notes, and you and the of Grudas, I believe, is the current longest um, owner-driver relationship in asphalt racing. What do you contribute that to? um
17: they're very nice people and i work for them too so you know it's uh it's a two, two-team deal there
16: but no it's it's been a lot of fun with them guys and it goes back to when you started in the street stocks with your number 10 caddyshack chevrolet right yes absolutely yep and that's one thing you've been running the asphalt god i want to say since about 90 is that right Probably, something like that, yeah, yeah, 99,
17: yeah, something, yep, it's been 30 years, i bet.
16: Now, when you started out, you were number 10, how did the number 95 come about? That's a
17: long story, I don't think we want to go there right now, but uh, no, 95 was just, uh, I, don't, I don't even remember how we did get the number, I think uh, I bought something with 95 on it, and that's just,
16: I don't know, that's just how we got the number. Gary, you uh, had a lot of success, but... One thing I want to give you credit. When you guys made the move up in the late models originally, there were 30, 35 late models showing up every night down at Motor Room in Jennerstown. And you did something that many drivers wouldn't do. You unfortunately got in an accident, but instead of sitting idle, you told the team, let's keep on racing and put somebody in there who could teach us how to take the team to the next level. Yeah, Charlie Craig, and I remember the first time your team won down at Motor Drum, you were out there hoisting that trophy in the air like you are an NHL player winning the Stanley Cup. It might have just been a weekly show, but, God, that was probably the biggest moment professionally in racing I would say you ever had.
17: Oh, my God, yes. That was just so cool. I mean, Charlie was a good guy, and for him to even consider wanting to get in my car, you know, when I got hurt there, I mean, that was just – I understand what my guys go through now whenever, you know, you're, you're with associated with the team and you're out there winning. It
16: was just so, so exciting what's it like though as a driver and seeing your car go around with you not in it oh it was tough but i knew
17: i couldn't be in it you know i had a broken back and you know it was just uh, one of them things i had to set out for a year
16: and uh, you know thank god we had Charlie in there and we had a lot of fun with him and it looked like you know your whole team when you came back behind the wheel was up to the next level and started winning championships down at motor Drum speedway and you won championships here up at jennerstown and and that 95, I mean, that's, that seems to be the benchmark to go by as far as uh, asphalt racing in western Pennsylvania. How does it feel to be the, the team? Uh, you know what? If, there's no way in this world that I could do it
17: without my team. Without Rob Van Fleet, uh, there's no way. Uh, he's been with me. for We got 118 wins and six championships, and I would never be here if it wasn't for him
16: and you actually repay the favor back because Rob's son Aaron's been racing and uh you've been kind of coaching him like how Charlie took you under his wing absolutely Aaron's a good kid uh, and
17: he's come to come to himself he's learning a lot with the chassis and what to do with the car
16: so he, he's he's doing really well do you take more pride in the success you're having now with being a driver um a mentor to some of the younger drivers than when you were working your way up to become what you are today
17: well the way i look at it it's just so cool when me and barry can be up here you know as old as me and barry is and competing against these young kids and
16: beating their butts and that's what it's all about and you wouldn't be able to do it we did not mention your crew chief uh, rob van fleet but let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the team and the marketing partners on the number 95 Oh, Stone and & Company and Megan Ford's
17: been with me for at least 25 years. I got a new sponsor, our, uh, R&R Tree Service, just coming aboard this year. Um, uh, we got uh, uh, Murraysville Machinery, Hanson, Sornelli's um, Beer and Wine, Joey Espy, and anybody that has anything with my car.
16: And what about the picker that keeps that number 95 on the track? Well, like I said, here again, Rob... It wasn't for rob greg russianberg uh, brent
17: aaron ship i mean uh, G- uh
16: destiny uh anybody that helps me with my car and what does the future hold do you want to stay behind the wheel of the 95 or would you like to maybe uh put a younger driver in and become a team owner absolutely not <laughs> i'm gonna run as long as i can get in that car and still be competitive and win we're gonna do her Race dance, that's the pilot of Specklin Equipment, number 95, Gary Wiltrout. Thank you for your time, Gary. Thanks, Allie.
13: Gary Wiltrout is out of this race car. How about a round of applause for this man? Get some hugs from family and friends and high fives all around. Gary. You are the first to win three late model features here this season. My friend, how's it feel?
17: It feels pretty daggone awesome.
13: (laughs) I know you've had some struggles. This thing's been in the wall a couple times this year, but man, this thing's fast.
17: Yes, I honestly, I I guess I got to eat my crow because I never thought we'd win on these old tires. We had old tires and I know a lot of guys had some new ones on and I'm like, but my crew chief made some changes and we're here.
13: Well, you didn't pull away. Brian was right behind you there. And Ethan, they were battling out in your in your rear view mirror. But boy, this 95 just looks smooth out
17: there, man. Did it feel smooth for you? Absolutely. Uh, we came up last night and tested. Um, got uh, Brent, got got his car into victory lane here tonight. So that's what it's all about.
13: Who do you want to thank on this race car?
17: Well, first off, I want to thank Rob and all the guys that helped me. I want to thank Rich and Joan, Paul Gruto, Johnny and Larry uh for all they do here at the racetrack uh i want to thank stoning company megan ford or north tree service um print tech i don't know hansen aggardin espy's <laughs> <laughs> meat market sorelli's beer so no I, we couldn't do it without all of our sponsors. gary
13: wiltrout picks gary up wiltrout his third up win, up win of 2023 thank you so much fans for being with us congratulations gary that is our final race
5: the month of July at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is shaping up to be a thrilling month of entertainment at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. On Saturday, July the 1st, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive presents the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint series. The wingless Daredevils Fight One Another to tame Dirt's Monster Half Mile on saturday july the 8th it's autograph night where everyone will get to meet the drivers and see the cars up close on the front stretch of the speedway saturday july 15th it's the annual herb scott memorial featuring the rush late model touring series one week later on july 22nd rtmt transportation action event divisions will be on display as the rush sportsman modifies join us for another visit And the month rounds out on July 29th with the Rush Sprint Cars, headlining a TMT transportation action event. Visit PPMS.com today. Search PA Motor Speedway on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile main street music and sound is
6: your full service music store featuring a huge beginner to boutique inventory main street music maintains a hometown approach to service with personal attention customers rely on main street music and sound for advanced product knowledge expert in-house repairs audio, video, lighting installations, and years of hands-on experience. Main Street Music features lines that include Anderson, Guitar Works, Bogner, Fender, Gretsch, Yamaha, and more. Main Street Music and Sound is teamed with the highly respected musicians at Bentley and Remetto to provide professional music instruction for just about any instrument at any skill level and at any age. Main Street Music and Sound is located at 327 Main Street, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Call 724-382-4633 or email info at MainStreetMusic.com. Thanks for tuning in to Rapping On Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRNs at the track. Check it out. Welcome back to PRNs at the track. Joining us now on the Profabrication.com Hotline is the voice of Blanket Hill Speedway in Pennsylvania, Matt Aland. Hey Matt, welcome to the show. Um, you know, we know you from Blanket Hill Speedway, from the A-Main podcast, uh Cotech Express. Uh, what, what is this contact express that you're associated with? Is this one of those energy drinks like that, you know, other announcers use to, uh, you know, make those uh, wild photos and such. Uh, what, what is that?
18: No, Fortunately, Lenny. Well, first of all, thank you for having me once again. It's great to talk to you as always. Um, secondly, contact express is not an energy drink. Contrary to popular belief, contact express is an ambulance service um, it basically, we just, no, we, AJ will come out, he'll service your ambulance, all the equipment, and he helps keep your ambulance on the road, whether that's at a racetrack, at a hospital, at a medical facility, um, AJ services of them all. And he's been in the industry since 2011. He's located in Hootsdale, Pennsylvania. And for race fans out there, he's also a 600 wingless micro sprint driver. And he's a former speed Week champion as well
6: yeah AJ Bast great guy been on the show and uh, we have another great guy on the show with us on the profabrication dot com hotline the voice of blanket Hill Speedway and the a main podcast. Matt Allen. and uh, you know, but as much as we could cut up and things like that, you've got a big three-day event coming to Blanket Hill Speedway uh, next week, July 13th, 14th, and 15th. Uh, what, what's the name?
18: Well, even let's, let's back up. Where the heck is Blanket Hill Speedway for folks that don't know? So for folks that don't know, we are in gorgeous Catanning, Pennsylvania. It's about 20 to 25 minutes past Sarver, which is the home, of course, Don Martin's Lernerville Speedway so we're pretty close to Lernerville we're nestled up in um literally in the middle of a hill there you've been there where it's called Blanket Hill obviously containing Pennsylvania um it's out in the middle of nowhere just like most grassroots racing tracks are yeah but
6: 20 minutes from uh you know uh, where Lernerville is, puts you just outside of a big population area, just on the north side of Pennsylvania, of Pittsburgh and uh, a great picturesque racetrack, Blanket Hill Speedway. And we're chatting with the voice of Blanket Hill Speedway, Matt Allen on the Profabrication.com hotline. Speaking of Profabrication, headers exhaust all the parts and pieces that go with it. Just a click of a mouse away at Profabrication.com. So to the event on the July 13th, 14th and 15th, looks like really one of the elite ones for for you all uh in all summer what what's
18: cooking oh lenny this this is one of my favorite shows that we have at the season and we have a bunch of uh, big shows out of blanket hill but this uh, for those of you that don't know what mod lights are they're basically mini modifieds and they put on one heck of a race um we're the biggest mod light race in the tri-state area um ohio pennsylvania and new york last year we had 34 cars come um, and it pays out $1,116 to win in honor of Bill Stevenson, who was the 116 Mod Light. Um, this year, we have over $14,000 in cash and prizes to, to give away. Uh, it's, it's a three-night event this year. Last The first three years, it was only one night. This year, it's three nights. Thursday will be a test and tune Friday will be a regular eight-division show as well with the Mod Lights as well, and then Saturday will be another eight-division show but the Mod Lights will headline that show paying $1,116 to win.
7: Wow, hold now, on, hold
6: on a second. That is yeah. all next weekend, July 13th, 14th and 15th, Blanket Hill Speedway Catanning, Pennsylvania, and we're chatting on the profabrication.com hotline with Matt Allen, the voice of the racetrack. And not only it's going to have the probably the the finest field of mod lights this country will uh, assemble this summer there uh, at Blanket Hill Speedway, but you're also racing uh one of one of the wildly popular divisions uh, of cars and vehicles uh, out there right now the micro sprints the wingless micro sprints uh that's that's got to bring in a pretty good little
18: field as well won't it the micro sprints you know i know we're talking about the mod light race coming up and while i do love the mod lights the micros are my favorite division we have I, and maybe it's because I come from 410 Sprint Car Racing, but the Micros put on one heck of a show. We have drivers such as A.J. Bass, Dave Glazervich. We have people from eastern Pennsylvania come and race with us. Jesse Howell's one, one of those people. Um, the, the, the 600's put on a phenomenal show, winged or without wings. We usually go wingless, like you said, but uh, if you haven't checked out a wingless race, Make sure you do. I know there's a lot of tracks around the country that do run wingless 600s, uh, but we would love to have your Blanket Hill to show you what we provide as well sometime.
6: Blanket Hill Speedway, just about 20 minutes uh, outside of the Butler, Sarver, Pennsylvania area, north northeast-ish uh, of Pittsburgh. Easy to get to and well worth the trip out into the country to see Blanket Hill Speedway. And we're chatting on the ProFabrication.com hotline with the voice of Blanket Hill Speedway, Matt Allen. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned a lot about, you know, the cars on the racetrack. When you're up there in your palatial estate where you announce uh, at Blanket Hill looking down from the marble floors and everything there in the air conditioning <laughs> and such, what is that view like? What's the joint look like? What's the track uh, like there so we can get an idea of it?
18: Oh boy. So when I'm sitting on my throne up there on the marble <laughs> yeah. floors, as you say, I look down and you, you look a little, a little bull ring as we like to call it. Um, and on the backstretch, it's kind of like Lernerville as in there, there's no backstretch wall. So oh, it's open wow. no okay. the backstretch. Mm-hmm. And then the pits are directly behind that. So you can see the pits and then directly behind the pits is this giant hill where blanket Hill got its name from blanket Hill. And back in the day, from what I was told, fans used to pack that hill, and they would sit in sections. Basically, if you were a, um, I'll give you an example, a Pee Wee Flick fan, you'd sit one spot. If you were a, <laughs> if you were a George fan, you sat another spot, and they would all sit together. And from what I was told is, they would light their their, their flashers up whenever they would win. it's you know you know what I'm trying to get sure it. Like sure they, they, yeah like that's wild. <laughs> it was um, and I was also told that the back straight used to go into the pits as well so it used to be a much bigger track so now uh, it's I a much like-
6: tighter tighter bullring and such and uh, that's what blanket Correct. hill speedway Correct. offers it's 20 minutes outside of the sarver butler area just northeast of pittsburgh pennsylvania and we're chatting on the profabrication.com hotline with the voice of blanket hill speedway matt Allen, about next week july 13th 14th and 15th bill stuyvesant memorial the fourth annual where can folks go quickly
18: online to find out more information? Blankethill.com. You can go to Blanket Hill's Facebook page or you can go to the A Main podcast that is A Main underscore podcast on Twitter. Thanks a lot, Matt Ayla, the voice of Blanket Hill Speedway
6: fans. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more.
15: Hi, my name is Jason Bush from Bush Brothers Tire Service. We are one of the best tire dealer and repair shops in Allegheny County, offering phenomenal customer service, expert in-house with more than 30 years experience to ensure premium craftsmanship is done start to finish. Bush Brothers Tire Service was started by my Uncle Paul Bush and Father Martin Bush in May of 1985. I, Jason, joined the company in early 2000. We offer state inspection and emissions testing. Tire sales are Tire maintenance, wheel alignments, general auto repairs, brake service, and free estimates. We are located at 1931 Monongahela Avenue, Swissville, PA, 15218. And for any additional information, you can reach us at 412
13: 351 5342. Two laps to go. Something wrong with the. 76. Heminger gonna drop to the bottom of the racetrack. Did that in the middle of traffic, by the way. As Dunmeyer's looking for his third win of the season. Issue for the 76 after he was up there battling for the lead. White flag waves our mission critical solutions. Last lap. What a move by Josh Dunmeyer! Hemminger trying to limp around the racetrack after being right up there in the mix for the lead. Dunmire going to put him a lap down. Checkered flag will wave. Josh Dunmire with a fantastic move to take the win. Burkholder finishes second. Zane Farrell third. Adam Kostelnik fourth. And Samantha Osborne completes the top five on the scoreboard presented by Soferno Well Service and TriStar Motors. Unbuckling in this 07 car. High fives down here from family and crew. He climbs out, give him a hand. Big celebration down here in victory lane for this 07 machine. Hugs all around. Gives a handshake to Justin Frampton over there. Hey Josh, come over here real quick. Congratulations, man. That was a heck of a race. All right, everybody's
19: watching. Take me through that move there coming out of four where you go three wide for the lead. There was a hole there and I had momentum, so I had you can't hesitate. You got to go for it. You went for it and it worked out for you. This car, man, you were climbing through traffic. It was fast. It looked hooked up tonight. It worked better on the outside than it did the inside, to be honest. So might as well use it out there. (laughs) Third win of the season. How's it feel? Awesome. Awesome. I can't thank my wife enough for putting up with all this and she does an amazing job keeping after us. And I'd like to thank my crew for staying after it all week and just busting her at butts. So you wanna thank your sponsors too? Yeah, j b Winery, Kingston Supply, Posey Family Practice, Mel's Restaurant, Holloway Construction, Skinny's Barbecue, uh, Piles Concrete, uh, my. Somerset Reynolds, Morocco Welding, Griff's Tire, Dare to be Different, I mean, without redefined chiropractic, without all these people, we wouldn't be able to do it. Josh Dunmeyer picks up his third win of 2023. He does it by going three wide
13: for the lead. Less than a car length separates first and second place. Ken Burkholder in the 26, Scott Mitchell in that orange and white 20. They drive through turn number four mitchell right to the bumper of burkholder white flag waves it's our mission critical solutions last lap almost looked like they got together and burkholder able to keep it straight mitchell got out of the gas not to wreck him here they go final time through three and four burkholder hugging that yellow line Coming to the checkered flag, Burkholder will hold off Mitchell. Ken Burkholder, a wheelman man up in the front of this pack, able to hang on and take the last car Bill Otte ever built to victory lane on his tribute night. Look at the smoke billowing out of the 20 of Scott Mitchell. He may have blown that thing up trying to get that win. I don't know. Ken, we'll talk about Bill in a second. We got to talk about that race. How the heck did you hang on to that one?
0: When you want something really bad, you just, whatever it takes, and that's, uh, I wanted it bad.
13: Boy, what would you think when, when uh, Scott got right to you there on that last lap, right to your
0: bumper there in turn two? Put your foot in it and don't let out. <laughs> Second sucks, that spinning out would have been okay. <laughs> hey,
13: man, we talked earlier about this uh, when, when you carried the American flag around here for opening ceremonies, but this is the last car. Uh, that Bill Audie ever built, and this is uh, Bill Audie Tribute Night, you can see the sticker here, Bill Audie Tough. We saw Barry win already tonight. How cool is this to be here in Victory Lane with this car?
0: Uh, I just can't even explain it. Um, when I met Bill, my dirt career was nothing to be proud of, that's for sure. And uh, right after I met him, he's like, don't worry about it, you'll win races in my car. and uh, I've won quite a few of them in it, and uh, man, I miss him. What's the Audi
13: family meant to the Burkholder family?
0: Uh, they're family. They're not, they're not different. They're just family. Mrs. A standing over there is uh, my favorite person in Somerset County. Barry, Brian, the whole Audi family. I mean, just they're great people. Who do you want to thank on his race car, Ken? i got a whole list of people to thank. Arsenberger Trucking's... Brooks's Camper Sales, Bigham's Auto Service, Mountain View Acres, May Kitchens, Halls Handyman Service, New Centerville Stove Works, B&M Electric, May's Custom Meats, Penn Summit Insurance, Cornwell Tools, Hendrix Taxidermy, Accelo Racewear, thank you for the race suit, uh, RJT Trucking, my fiance, my little girl, whole family, man, it's cool. An emotional Ken Burkholder down here. You can't write a better
13: story. How about this? Congratulations, Ken. Two laps to go for the 53 of Bickerstaff. He's looking for his second win of the year. He came into this race 13 points behind MeLab Jr. Great chance for this 53 car to make up some ground on the 21. Now that the 21 runs in the back of the pack. White flag waves, final lap. Looked like Milav Jr. could run away with it. The caution changed things up. Schallis had an opportunity at it, but a bunch of caution flags. And it's the 53 of Brent Bickerstaff that survives it all and picks up his second win of the season. Mel Will finishes second, Cindy Schallis third, Michael Saylor fourth. And after all that, Dale Kimberly salvages a top five finish. Brent Pickerstaff's out of his car. How about a round of applause for this guy? Brian Shipp down here in victory lane. Brent, you're on the wrong side of the car, man. You got to come out here in front. Man, it felt like a marathon race, Brent. What do you think, man? I didn't think it was ever going to end, man.
14: Like delayed the start there for some debris, a couple cautions, I, mean, whew, I was dying in that car.
13: You were running third there uh, when the leaders got together, you, you had a little bit of damage. Uh, what did you see out here would you?
14: I'm not real sure. I, they got together, I just had nowhere to go, just got up under them and got lucky then. <laughs> they, didn't get hit too hard from behind and got, and got
13: through. What were you thinking when you finally got the lead on the restart there?
14: Just be smooth and don't screw it
13: up. <laughs> hey man, this really puts you right in the middle of the championship standings too. A great chance at it. What's going through your mind now? Not even thinking about it. Just wanna win some more races now. Uh, your second one of the season. Who do you wanna thank on this race car? Uh,
14: I gotta thank Landers Enterprise for for helping us out. Uh, Specklin, Westmoreland Steel, uh, Napa. There's so many, I can't even think of them all. I'm sure I'm forgetting people. Uh, everybody that helps, Rob, Gary, Anthony, Anthony spotted keeping me calm on the radio just my uncle for all the hard work i mean just everything with it just everybody that helps there's so much i can't even think of it all
13: brent bickerstaff picks up his second win of 2023 down here in Stony's beer victory lane getting ready for anthony aiella to climb out of the race car takes a big swig of water mark catone checking those tire pressures on his 31 machine good work mark good work <laughs> Gets the thumbs up. And here he is, Anthony Aiello, a dominant win. How about a round of applause for this guy? Dale Kimberly comes over for a fist bump. Anthony, man, a, a dominant win for you. You start on the pole. Man, it just seems like this thing, uh, I don't know if you have to touch it at all, but boy, this thing uh, shows up and it's a rocket ship.
20: Uh, yeah, we found a happy little mistake in the second hot laps, and I changed it for the heat race thinking it was a mistake. and. Uh, turns out the mistake was a good mistake so uh, yeah this thing's on rails I mean it didn't fall off there was nothing I mean it it got faster as it went on it felt like I mean I'm not sure the times are yet but it was a rocket. Man it it looks like a lot of fun to drive though I mean you're only here part-time but you show up and what
13: five five races this season now two wins that's got to feel pretty good
20: oh yeah it's a car I mean it's preparation I mean and the thing is it's luck of the draw mostly at this division now I mean there's five, six good cars that could six win any night. Car, I mean, it's, and it's night. whoever gets, out front, first, whoever gets I mean, out front first. I mean, just like Jason last week. I mean, not that he's not fast, but I mean, start up front, it helps a lot. Who do you want to thank on this race car, buddy? Uh, my wife, first, first and foremost, uh, she's not here tonight. That sucks, but uh, my mom and dad, all these guys behind me, um, Barry Audie for not talking me out of my happy mistakes. So, uh, you know, um, everybody on the car, Kimberly contracting, anchor hoagies, uh, Transmissions, Trailer Service Plus, uh, Totem Mobility Services, um, Stonehouse Quick Time Suspension, and uh, Scott Signs. Um, all the got all the people for coming out. I know the economy's a little rough, and you know it's hard to get places sometimes. But you know you guys are why we put on this show. So, uh, owners, everybody involved with the track, thank you.
13: Anthony Aiello, win number two of 2023. Hold on, my oh,
10: man, Kevvy's getting the trophy. <laughs> Sportsmanship is always great battle between Chris Schneider and Tyler Dietz. Tyler Dietz, some great racing and great sportsmanship, friendship. Just a great battle with you and Chris Schneider. You took a chance on that restart and really paid off.
21: Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty nice racing in this class where you got a little bit of respect and you know you don't got guys wrecking you on the first lap because uh, they're a little bit mad that you guys bumped a little bit. But I uh, guess we'll deal with that later. Uh, that was a, a real good race. I... Uh, After the firecracker, I was like, I'm going to dedicate myself to getting better at running the top because I suck at it. And, uh, so, uh, you know, Brian Daugherty's been beating it in my head and, uh, I just said tonight I'm running the top the whole time and, uh. You know i felt like i was gaining on him there and then when we got in the traffic i jumped the cushion down here in four a few times and let him get back away from me and uh i was worried about messing the tires up so i started going low through all the traffic and that caution at the end i'm like oh man i was like i bet you he's gonna give me the outside because i mean why wouldn't you because i i'm usually not that good but i felt really good tonight and i was like i'm going for it no matter what so uh just fun being able to race with everybody with lots of respect like that and uh nice way to cap off the night
10: so i know uh two cars doing double duty every friday night is a lot of tax on you your crew um how does it help you to run the late model first to be prepared for the pro stock
21: well everything's slower in the stock car so by the time i get out of late model, i can barely move so i can't overdrive it then because i'm too tired but uh it's nice knowing the track there those restarts there uh when i was restarting fourth i could get a real good jump to go in real wide and i seen all that slick in four so uh i knew as long as nobody's seen that i'd be able to use it at the end and it kind of paid off there uh running right on that cushion to get a good jump uh so you know in that instance it does help
10: so your crew sponsor family all that makes it possible
21: gotta thank my whole crew man we had a hard week uh busy week and uh we kicked some ass and uh Got to thank uh, all my sponsors, uh, Houston Brothers Racing, Dan and Kathy. Uh, I got to thank uh, Moody Sales and Service, uh, Doherty Motorsports, Integra Racing Shocks, Peluso Roofing, Dan DeWalt Cement, 955 Automotive, Kip Johnson Upholstery, Moody Sales and Service. I almost forgot him. Thank you. <laughs> I got you back,
10: buddy. Having another big hand. Feature winner tonight, Tyler
21: Dietz. I want to dedicate this race to uh, my Uncle Kerry, who passed away uh, earlier this week. So this one's for him.
10: Sorry for your loss. Congratulations on a win. Sure, you're continuing to make your family
1: proud. Your feature winner here tonight, Double Down, Tyler Deeks. I want to take a minute and thank our marketing partners: number one Cochrane Automotive, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and RPS Financial Solutions. Without these people, we would not be able to. To do rapping on racing, and I thank them!
14: Stand,
13: Stand, Stand
0: State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand
19: on
1: it, come on y'all, stand on it.